You're listening to the Wise Girls Podcast, where we challenge each other to walk in spiritual excellence and be all God has called us to be. We'll share with you some of the ways we've grown and the lessons we've learned along this journey of becoming wise. If you're ready to grow with us, let's go. Here's a who because oh, they were in the yeah. little flower thing. We are here. He, there we go. We, we are go. here. And it gets louder. And then he here. finally that's yeah. I'll watch that movie again because yeah. I think that has a lot of um spiritual revelations in it. Okay. I'm we'll we'll, we'll save that for another episode because that's not what this episode is about. <laughs> What's yes, up, y'all? But we are here. <laughs> we are here, ladies and gents. We are so excited. That your wise girls are here. My name is Tabria. And I'm Tabrina. And we are back with another episode of the Wise, wise Girls, girls Podcast. Podcast. And as you are aware, and if you are not aware, well, first, we want to thank you for taking 20 to 30 minutes out of your day mm-hmm. um, or your night whenever you're listening to this, wherever you're listening to this. We want to say thank you for joining in with us on this conversation yes and if you did not tune in last week i admonish you to please go back and take a listen oh my gosh ebony scott came through you did that girl like (laughs) i mean to hear even some of the testimonies and people that's been blessed by what she shared or even just uh the personal testimony of what God has done in her life uh it was powerful it was a powerful conversation so um yeah if you haven't listened to it go back and take a listen um and then you would realize or know we're doing something special this month what we call is February features and we are so excited for this next feature um that we have here on our podcast just to give a little um introduction this lady probably knows us better than we know ourselves mm-hmm. um you know she's been there 30 years of my life i think to bring the 32 years of your life amen amen mm-hmm. um and you know she is somebody that we definitely look up to she is somebody that we hold in high regard she is somebody that we're very protective of Mm -hmm. um and yeah we're so excited that she um decided to we asked her if she would be on this episode because we believe in her story and the different things that she has went through. Yeah, um, we've seen it firsthand. Yes, firsthand. Well, I mean, there's things that's happened before us, right, but right, right. I mean, what we've seen, yes. you know, we, uh, yeah, yeah, so which we, we'll get into, we'll yes. get into. Yeah, so we um, asked her to be on this podcast and we thank her for her time and her yes, um, to be on this episode. So without further ado, because I can continue to talk about this lady um, for ever and ever and ever. Um, but yeah, so this here, her name is Sabrina. Yes. Oh, you want me wait, to say what's going to be your love? last? <laughs> I was oh, like, God. I was going to say Sabrina Dang, love. I don't Josh. think we prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is my, this, this is, is our mom. This is our, we're going to leave it 
it right there. We're going to leave it right there. Yes. It's our mother, Sabrina. It's our mother, Sabrina. This is our mother. Sister Sabrina. It's so weird calling her Sabrina, though. Like I know. Like, it's, it's like, sounds weird. But anyway. It's funny. Give a, wherever you're at, give a loud hoo-rah or give a loud clap um, to our mom, Miss Sabrina is with us on this episode. Say what's up, mom. Hey, you guys. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. First of all, I'd like to say happy Valentine's Day to everyone. All right. I know that I do love each and every one of you. I love my daughters. Thank you for that awesome introduction. I forgot about Valentine's Day. Yeah. (laughs) Appreciate it. And I love you guys. And thank you for asking me to be on the podcast. I am truly honored and privileged to be here with you guys. Yeah, well, mom, I mean, to be honest, um, so like Tabrea pretty much shared and if for those of you who've listened to last week's episode so sorry oh i need more water uh this is our february features month and so when we were discussing you know all of our guests and who we would want uh the the heart behind the stories we share for this month is to encourage and to empower people to remember that you can rise out of your dark space. You can rise out of your death-like situation. You can rise from a uh, a messy space or a very dark place. Um, and, and it was actually stemmed from this line from a song called, or, or the, the lyrics to the song was Out of the Ashes We Rise. Mm-hmm. And so uh, based off of that lyric, I was like, it just felt just this empowerment like a, a it's just a charge in my heart mm-hmm. that you need to kind of focus in that and and really empower and and encourage young people um that are in you know their 30s or i mean it, it doesn't even matter what part of life i think we always kind of need mm-hmm. those spiritual check-ins every once in a while to look at where we are and we can uh, celebrate where we are because we have understood what we've been through and we can say god like You've been with me through it all. And so we'll just jump right into the conversation, Mom. Um, So I'm going to start with this question uh, of if you had to look back at your story or just kind of, and I I don't want to share your age, but I mean, you know, you are a part of an older generation. You're in the baby, you're the mature baby boomers. And um, what? Oh, you did. Okay, sorry. You looked at me and I was like, oh, did I say it wrong? Sorry. But um, so um, I want to start with this question as you kind of look back at your life. Uh, what in what areas have you seen God maybe show up in a huge, significant way? Um, when did you, I guess, when did you first realize like God was present? God was a part of your story. God called you and you know, when did you first recognize him in your, in your story? Um, good question. Um, I would say he, he showed up, um, this is going back a little bit farther, but he showed up, you know, when my mom had passed away, he showed up there for me at that time, because that was a, a time where, you know, losing my mother at the age of 16 and I didn't have anybody and I had to step in that role and he had to help me step in the role to be the to be that big sister to my brother and sister. Mm -hmm. And so I had to step into that role and it's like, how do I, you know, navigate this? We don't have our mom no more. So he showed up to help me guide, you know, to be that, that big sister 
to help them and guide them through, you know, throughout that journey that we had to go through because mm-hmm. that was to me, it was kind of like a dark place at, you know, in moments and times where we had to like figure that out, mm-hmm. you know, and he showed up, he was there for me. And luckily I had my church family and they helped me also to get through that, that dark, um, time right there. But, um, he showed up there and he just, he held my hand. He let me know I'm with you, yeah. you know, and I'm, I got your back. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you had to even, um, take us through some of your journey, I mean, like I said, you are an older you're much more mature in season so you've been through a lot of seasons you know Mm -hmm. um a lot of experiences a lot of ups and downs and um kind of just walk us through your journey and how maybe you may have had a low moment and then you've risen to the occasion or you've seen yourself at least rise to the occasion um just kind of walk us through your story hmm well um as far as low moments, I guess I would say the low moment was like when we were when I was in the marriage with your with your dad, and the low moment to me was, and I'm being really transparent in regards to this, um, when we kind of like went our separate ways, and you don't want to hear those words like I no longer want to be with you, and just like wow, really? You know, I invested so much into this mm-hmm. marriage and now you, we, we're not together anymore. You don't want to like, like try to like work it out. Mm-hmm. You know, I was willing, but you know, if no one, if the other person is not willing, then it's no point of trying to, you know, go forward. So that was a low point in my life because the fact that I wanted to stay in it because, because of my children and that's the reason why I stayed in it for so long, even though I was miserable, but I stayed in it because I wanted my family to be together, my children. I didn't want to have a broken home. I mm-hmm. wanted to stay in it because of you guys. Mm-hmm. I was miserable on the inside, but I stayed because of that fact. I was trying to be that, you know, good wife, submissive and doing all those things. But the fact that, you know, that other person didn't want you, you know, didn't want to um, hold on to it to make it work. And you were there trying to make it work and to hear words like, you know, it's no longer. Well, how did you end up healing from that? I mean, if we had to talk about the healing process of you not feeling wanted or loved, I guess, in a way, because there it wasn't always like that. No, you know what I mean? Um, I mean, you and my dad, if we wanted to go into that, we're married for 20 something years. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it started off well, you know, and so for it to get to a space where it just didn't anymore, mm-hmm. how did you rise from it? Mm-hmm. Or are you still, I think, you know what, it? I'm still maybe processing through that whole thing right now. You know, I've grown stronger and wiser through it because God, um, he just, he walked me through that whole process because it was, he was the only person who I can lean on in regards to that. You know, he gave me the wisdom, um, uh, to study the scriptures, to get into the word, to know that he will never leave me nor forsake me, knowing that, um, he knows me better than anybody. And, um, I had to lean and depend on him and trust him knowing that he was faithful and that he was, he wasn't going to disappoint me. And he gave me unconditional love. Hmm. And so 
I had to lean on him um, to get me through that whole situation. And I did rise from it. You know, I'm, I'm becoming stronger and wiser in regards to that because I invested so much. I kind of lost myself in that hmm. whole um, marriage. You know, I lost myself. I didn't recognize who I was any longer. Hmm. So when you got into it, did you understand who you were? And that's another thing. When I got into this marriage, I didn't know who I was. Hmm. I didn't know my work. I didn't know... I had a voice, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I didn't know my voice to speak, you know, my truth and, and, and my purpose. Mm. I lost myself in, in that marriage. Okay. So who were you before you even were married? Before I was married, I was, um, if you had to go, okay, so let's, let's, let's kind of chronologically set this up. So if we went back to, you said even your 16th, like let's go back to 16 okay. maybe even before your mom passed away like how would you say you what how would you describe yourself if you had to remember how you were as a child so let's go from like a childhood up into 16 because that was like a pivotal moment when life changed for you right. so from childhood to 16 who were you or what were you like um if you could remember if you could remember <laughs> I'm sorry but like, and if you I could, could remember, I could barely remember my feelings. Really, I can remember how I was as a child. I can't remember myself as a sixteen-year-old girl. Like, because when I be dealing with heaven, I always ask myself, like, how was I at that age? Mm-hmm. So, if you could, remember. but do you? But like, oh, are there certain memory. thoughts or something that you remember from that? I just remember just being, you know, um, you know, bold. You're I was, bold. I, bold in the sense that I didn't like. You know how people say, you know, take stuff, you know, I was bold enough in regard to know who I was. I mean, I spoke my truth. I, I understood who I was because I wasn't, I, be I wasn't trying to, you know, you know, I, I don't, I don't cut corners. Just tell people straight up how I feel, period. Mm-hmm. And I remember that by myself, you know, being bold because, you know, I wouldn't, people couldn't come up and tell me just anything. So like even in school or whatever, if you remember like high school, middle school, different things like that. Well, I can't go back that far. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. But, but but if I could go back to high school, yeah, you know, um, I, I believe if I recall, yeah, being just bold enough to be able to speak my truth and being able to be confident in who I was. Okay. You know. And so then when your mom passed away, would you say that you were still that same person? I would say I was still that same person. You just st- stepped into more of a responsibility role because you had to take care of Auntie Tisha, Uncle Harold, and, and, and all of that. Right, I get. right, right. Okay. And so when did you get married then? Because then from 16 to when did you get married? Like when I was 23. 22, so that's like a seven year period. Yeah. And so you said that you don't really know who you were between. So how would you have described either who you were or your purpose between that 16 to 23 year old time frame? Like I what were still, you called I, to do or I what was, were you trying to I do? I was at that time. I was thinking, I believe I was still trying to figure out what that purpose was between that 16 to 23. Do you know okay. what I'm saying? You're still because you're not to... quite sure, mm-hmm. you know, exactly what that purpose is for your life. Okay. I wasn't quite sure. I knew, yeah, I wanted to be a model. That was my goal. Okay. To be a model. But you know, like I said, I was still trying to figure that stuff out. Mm-hmm. And I still didn't know, you know, who I was. I didn't know the direction God wanted me to go into. I knew that I had a you know, looking at at that time also, I remember my pastor and I used to look at my pastor and his wife, I was like, 
I wanted to be, you know, I was like, that's what I said. I actually said that. I said, I want to marry a pastor. I want to be a pastor. Ooh! Okay, and you have to be very, in, in regards that you have to be very careful what you say because God mm. does hear you. Mm. And I did say Easy that. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, because I used to look at them. I thought they were, you know, from what I saw mm-hmm. from the outside, not knowing what the backstory. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking, I want to be a pastor. You know, I want to marry a minister or be a pastor's wife. Hmm. Okay, so God heard that. Oh, you. And so then, all, and then you know, met your dad and all the other, everything yeah. that went along with that. And so, and then even in regards to that, I was trying to be what you saw, what mm-hmm. I saw in regard mm-hmm. in that, and not knowing the whole backstory in regards to what it takes to become that. Because wow. I wasn't. You have to be called to me. I think you have to be called to that position. Mm-hmm. You know. And if you're not being um, poured into or matured into know how to do that position, you know, that calling that he's called you for, mm. you have to, like, figure it out as you go along. Mm. And so I figured, and that's what happened. I had to figure that part out along the way. Yeah. I was like, oh, so all this stuff, oh. Would you say mm. that you had um, women in your life that kind of took that? role especially when your mom was dying i know you you had church members like miss mm-hmm. hayden and stuff kind of step into like that surrogacy mother right. role but when you got married and transitioned to what you thought a first lady title was um and and those who's listening like this is probably if you're not a first lady or like a a, a wife of a pastor minister or whatever yeah it, it can be just a just, leadership role yeah. did you have any type of um mentor or somebody who kind of discipled you or did you look for some type of accountability like what was that whole process like because you said that you you tried to emulate what you saw right and figure it out on her own yeah you Mm -hmm. kind of like take it back with the fact of oh shoot this is not me just in on the front row wearing big hats and nice outfits like there's more to this did you have that outlet or did you seek it out or what was that was it hard for you or like, what was your hesitation if you didn't? If you did, who was it? Right. So, no, I didn't have that, like, that mentor, that person to help me, you know, guide me through that whole process. So mm-hmm. I didn't have that. And I didn't have anybody to, to you know, to reach out to mm-hmm. um, in regards to how to navigate through that whole process. So mm-hmm. I didn't. So it's like a, a learn trial by error, mm-hmm. you know, for me, yeah. you know. Um, thank God for, you know, my mother-in-law, you know, Grammy, you know, she AKA. was, she was hey, you know, Ruffin. and she was always, you know, there. And I thank God for her because, you know, she was that woman in my life who um, helped me, yeah. you know, and guided me. And she was always there for me to, you know, speak to me wisdom and tell me how, the, like you said in the scripture, older women teach the younger women. So she was that for me. You know, so she was my, in a sense, my mentor, yes. yes. You know, but yet and still, there was still so much more, yeah. you know, to that, you know, that I wasn't, you know, you know, aware of, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, it, it, it was a trial by error. You know, I've learned a lot through that whole process. And, you know, some of it was a wake-up call. It's like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. you know, really. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and then, you know, they have this, you know, quote-unquote traditional first lady, you know, 
sit on the first row, wear this, you know, big hat, you know, don't say, you know, be quiet, you know, don't say nothing, be submissive, you know, all of that, mm -hmm. you know, and so did you lose your boldness then I, when you kind of yeah. got married or I believe so. Why? Because if if we if we go back to kind of because this is all about us realizing who we are right mm -hmm. and and what we are called to do and so if we had to, if you had to look back and say as you looked back and you said you know I I realized when I was younger I was a lot more bolder I would be more more direct yeah. or whatever and then it seems that once when you hit twenty three you try to fulfill a role that um, mm -hmm. that you probably didn't authentically be you weren't authentically able to be yourself i guess in a way right. and you tried to fit this cookie cutter mold that was already projected mm -hmm. um and so um w w now looking at how you are again looking back at the marriage what would you say is like uh what would you have like told yourself like in that marriage piece to be, to be, you, you get what I'm trying to yeah, say? I, I because you're saying try to, yeah. I, I, I look at that as if, if I could, I would have been more assertive, okay. more direct, and more, um, more outspoken in a sense to to to, to speak my truth, mm -hmm. to be heard. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Do you think that it's important? Um, before you get into a marriage because um, I, I hear both sides of this um, uh, debate or discussion however you want to see it um, do you think it's important to kind of get into a marriage knowing like your purpose and knowing who you are or do you think that it's okay to kind of be figuring it out you meet somebody you get married and you guys find purpose together like or should you be an independent like you know whole purposed mm -hmm. full person mm -hmm. that when you meet whoever it's kind of like your purposes are kind of coming mm -hmm. in line or is it like hey I'm still trying to figure it out but I want to do life with you you're still and trying to figure it out right. and we'll figure willing out it to together. walk with you through what it. do you think if if there is and I don't think there's a it's a, a one-all fit answer I think right. it's definitely depending on who the couple is yeah. but yeah. for you in your situation what would you say um, would have been the best for you or even if you were to encourage young girls that are listening who may be in a single season um, what would you encourage them with in regards to identity and purpose I would say um, know your know your purpose um, in regards to you know getting into that relationship whatever know who you are know who what your purpose is and be confident in who who you are mm -hmm. and your purpose so then when you meet that person and and you make sure that you're a whole person first and foremost. Mm -hmm. You know, you're holding your being and who you are and you know that God has called you to, to do whatever it is. And then that person you be and then you guys build that um uh, relationship together, you know, mm -hmm. as a whole person together. And then like you said on the flip side, then you may be that, you know, that person who who is not quite sure but you and that other person, you know, whoever it may be, you guys can work through it together mm -hmm. so to me it's a flip side but like you said it depends on that person or it can be both in right that's like, what i was gonna even say if you are like 
hypothetically speaking, just knowing who you are before you met um, our father, then like you guys could have been more cohesive in your purposes. Yeah. Because it's kind of like, I know who I am. He knows who he is. So we're bringing these purposes together. Yeah. Um, and this is and how still discovering new purpose in the relation of a marriage. Right. Because new things arise. You're right. learning somebody. Right. You're learning their behaviors. You're learning their mannerisms. They're different yeah. things like that. So you're learning purpose together. So yeah. I think it can also be both and, but I think the security piece of what I'm hearing when you speak is that um, you didn't know like what you wanted to do. Right. You never had that time where, cause you've always been a label. You yeah. went from being a kid. Right. Your mother died at 16 to being this big sis slash mother. mother and you're trying to figure, but in a stage still figuring it out. Still figuring yeah. It out. Yeah. Why? As she's going, on, going then, along. You know what I mean? And I know you was a mother cause you were a smotherer to us all the time. <laughs> so I know you was playing the big mom part. Yeah. So, and then you meet my dad at 22, 23. Like I can't even imagine being hooked up, being, yeah. being married at 22 my life at 22 jesus yeah. <laughs> like i did i couldn't imagine so you've never had the opportunity yeah. just to breathe yeah. and figure out well who is sabrina who what right. is sabrina like yeah. like because then you immediately had sabrina yeah. so it's kind of like now I'm a you mother. had me at 23 right or 24 or Around there, okay. So I'm now I'm a yeah. mother at 23, 24, mm-hmm. and then I came along. Then to but like we was always back to back. So then now you have this this responsibility or role role. There's yeah. another title right. as a mother, and mm-hmm. you being the the gracious, kind mother that you are definitely sacrificed a lot for us. Yeah. So it's kind of like when you she never said, right. she had stayed, this yeah. opportunity right. to like sit and, and say, this what is do Sabrina. I like to this do? is Sabrina. Do I like to paint? Like, do right. I like to take pictures? Yeah. Do I like to like, you know what I mean? Basic questions like that. I yeah. think um, just hearing your story, mom, I think that gives hope to the, to our listeners here, um, whether it be young women or young men that mm-hmm. like, Find out what what it is that your desires like are, right. like the and even the littlest things, like you know, would you say that? Yeah, the, even the littlest things. Like I said, no, find figure out what you what you like and what you want to do mm-hmm. in life. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and don't lose it. Mm. Don't lose what you want to do. Mm. You know, whatever God has for you, let it manifest. Go for it and do it. You know what I'm saying? That's good. And and. Just hold on to who you are. Be your authentic self. Don't let someone come smother you and like silence you in regards to that. Mm, that's good, mom. Don't let them. Don't let people silence you. Make sure that you have a voice to speak. And I always like think about that song um, from Dream Girls with Beyonce. The mm. last song she sings, the one that Tabrell always like. Oh. Yeah, listen. Keep talking, mom. <laughs> So that's, you know, always like think you know, I like love the words that song because mm-hmm. like, listen. Oh, was you crying when you first heard that? You probably she was like, like it's my child. testimony. <laughs> you can't tell me it was. was oh, <laughs> Mom wanted to belt it out. <laughs> right. she, she, she had you singing for her. <laughs> so I, I love that song. I just love the words to it because, you know, you know, we have to, you know, listen, you know, we have a voice. We all have a voice. The you voice all have inside. a story, you know. Yeah. And so And you ain't gonna shut me up but right. I can just speak and then get it out. Yeah. Listen to the song, listen to the words of that song. The song is really powerful to me, you know, and I love that song because it just it says a lot and it means a lot. So, you know, I just encourage, you know, listeners out there, you know, you know, whatever it is that God has for you, listen to his voice. Mm. Listen to your heart and 
and go forth Amen. and with the purpose that God's called you for. Amen. You better go ahead, Mom. Listen to your voice or listen to your heart and go for it. And go for it. Glory to God. Yeah. Well, to let God. me just end with this then um, as we close out this episode. Thanks, Mom, for uh, joining us. Thank you. Um, who are you today? Who am I today? Today I am uh, a wise, wiser mm. and much stronger, confident in who I am. And that's only through the, the Holy Spirit giving me the, the knowledge and the wisdom to become who I am today. Amen. Um, like I said, I'm still a work in progress, which we all are. So we're all a work in progress. And if we continue just to hold on to you know, um, listen to what God has to say to us. And what do you feel you are called to do? And looking, so take a moment and think just like from all the dreams, the stuff that you felt like got silenced and the things that you didn't get to fulfill or whatever. Now at this age, what do you feel that you are called to still do produce and put in the earth? I mean, besides us, I mean, you know, you gave birth to us, which is a piece of what your, you know, purpose and all of that. Like, I feel like God knows how to connect dots. Like he knew that you and my dad had to meet in order to produce and get me to bray and to bray in the earth. You know what I mean? And Tia Tia Heaven, my little sister, I love her so much. Um, And so like God knew, like he, he knows how to connect the pieces and all of that. Um, But as in like God reshaping and re aligning you to your original call and your purpose um before you were like kind of in that 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 passion that purpose that you feel is always bubbling inside of you uh what do you feel that is right now at this age that you're still called to produce and put out in the earth i think i'm i you know just thinking about that i think it's just to um to teach, to teach younger, to teach the women, just to let them know that they are worthy and that they are enough and, and, um, whatever relationship they may be in, just make sure that they hear God's voice and and just stand and be heard, be your authentic self. Um, just be who, who God's called you to be, be bold, be authentic, be yourself. Yeah. And I love that because, like, even I remember, you know, you telling us stories about young women coming to you about problems and issues and stuff. And I think, you know, a lot of times we as Christians are people of influence, should I say, if you're not saved listening to this podcast, we feel the um, responsibility that we have to have this vast popularity Mm -hmm. or this vast reach where it's Mm -hmm. like if I don't see the fruit of you know 12,000 likes or if I don't see Mm -hmm. like you know all this recognition I'm not doing what God called me to do but you're you're called to where you're at for a reason Mm -hmm. and you should be fruitful um, or steward where you're at well and Mm um I know you mom you you've always I I always say you're like a silent killer um you have Mm -hmm. this quiet strength about you um that once when you start opening up then you can definitely see the bonus in you when you speak to certain people I'd be like dang like she out here like you know what I mean (laughs) but it's giving them what they need at that moment and just you hear 
you telling us stories about young women that you work with and you know they're coming to you with different issues and you're having an opportunity just to minister to them mm-hmm. and like just show them a better way or just think of it of a different um a different perspective, perspective. Mm-hmm. um that's what you're called to do like you said teach the scripture Sabrina was talking about today titus, titus 2 verse 3 through 5 well that verse in particular the yes. old women teach the young women mm. and i think that's a lost um oh art, my gosh um, that it's hard to find in these days yes. so because um, so many older women and i don't know if you see this but like i see a lot of older women be trying to keep up with the younger they ones try to bust it. and they doing the busted challenges and everything and talking it all okay for real it's okay mom it's okay you don't need to know i don't want to know, <laughs> know. Don't be no. but no i think that's yeah. so good mom um and yeah keep doing what you're doing because you've taught me and tabrina well i mean um, we are who we are because of you yeah. and i think there was a time where i i definitely want to re-encourage re-encourage you because <laughs> i've done it before where it's just reminding you that you have such a great calling on your life that Tabrina, Tabrea, Tabray, Tia Heaven can't be who we are mm-hmm. unless you were who you were, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so many people look at us and it's just like, we are just a byproduct of, you know, our parents and what they've imparted in us. And many times people don't realize that, uh, yeah, my dad, you know, is pastor and all that. He was the face of a lot of things. He was out, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, being a full-time police officer, all of that stuff. But you were the one that was at home with us, you mm-hmm. know, and charity begins at home and, and, and the principles and the things that you've instilled in us started at home mm-hmm. when we were, you know, mm-hmm. the bedtime stories and you would spend time with us doing homework and, uh, you were a counselor, like you, you knew how to help us resolve our issues you know me and Tabrea could get into it you let us yeah no like you would let us yeah you would let us like you would you would let us kind of have our space but then at the same time it was like no y'all get in there hug each other sing the Barney I love you song (laughs) and y'all work it out you know and then we had to pray and then we had to pray so like you you definitely instill things in us that goes on throughout generations and so i agree that there is more that you are called to impart and pour into maybe some other young women that maybe at 16 didn't have a mom or have to figure it out along their journey you know Mm -hmm. uh and i thank you for taking time to realize that it was through the figuring out that god was showing you the grace Mm -hmm. and he's like i still called you i still have you in the palm of my hand i know what i'm doing you just have to trust me and and rest and lean in me so thank you for not giving up thank you for not stopping uh thank you for you know being committed and and still being committed even when it gets hard sometimes yeah. and you're trying to figure it out but we appreciate you uh for sharing yeah, so thank you thank so you guys for- be wise be confident um as she said be who god says you are yes and listen listen to the voice that's deep down you want to take it away sis go ahead <laughs> go ahead we'll end with the song no <laughs>
<laughs> but I will be having karaoke Saturday. We'll just play. <laughs> but yes, so thank you all for tuning in. We thank hope that guys. this episode has helped you in some way and that you could take some nuggets that will help you apply it to your life so that you can live a life that is wise, that is one to walk in spiritual excellence, be all God has called you to be uh, mm-hmm. from now into eternity. Yes. And we love you all and we will catch you next time for another February feature. Peace. Bye, you guys. Love you. If you're interested in staying connected and up to date with the Wise Girls podcast, simply follow us on Instagram at Wise Girls Rise. Or you can simply follow us on our personal pages at Miss Tabrina J and at Precious underscore Tabrea. We look forward to the next time we get to share with you again soon the lessons we've learned along this Wise Girls journey. Thanks for tuning in.